heart and soul of a nation, beckons the call. The voice of our forefathers heard in the distance. A house divided against itself cannot stand. To reclaim our honor. honor. Our soul. The challenges of a generation call out. Future generations hang in the balance. We choose liberty. This is the voice of a nation. The nation. The nation. The nation. And now, Malcolm. We have been talking about propaganda, fake news, bad press, uh, oligarchs. Uh, we've been discussing the erosion of American values uh, and how we've gone so wrong. And then when you see the level of outrage and protest uh, throughout uh, America on college campuses and the Capitol and all kinds of places, uh, and and you see the pushback where you know some of the our our business leaders and our uh, you know, leaders of universities and the colleges and they're even now so outraged they're pushing back uh, businesses against the schools and the schools coming out with PR campaigns everybody is sort of shaking their heads in disbelief uh, for sure that that we have young people in support of a terrorist group, which really then you begin to understand what are they really teaching them in the schools that they can't understand the basic fundamentals, the, the simplistic nature of even this war. How, how is it we they've lost so much and that people are this confused as to right and wrong, as to good and bad? It's... Uh, it's beyond a wake-up call, my fellow Americans. It's it's outright dangerous, uh, for sure. Uh, welcome into the voice of a nation here. It is indeed Malcolm Out Loud, and we are in the fight of our lifetimes. And even more so, it's the fight of our nation's lifetime. Well, we have to begin to ask the question, really, is it too late to save the land of the once free and the home of the once brave? Have we have we, you know, taken on so much that we can't really see the the end of this or how to turn that corner? I mean, it's happened over a lot of years. It's happened over a lot of uh, d- decades. Really, it's been coming, but but it's it's here now. It's here, and it's the indoctrination campaign. It, it's working. It absolutely is working. The infiltration of of communists. The infiltration of terrorist sympathizers, the infiltration of our global adversaries, spies from China, Russia, the Middle East, have done grave damage to our institutions, to our way of thinking. There is a war happening right now between we the people and the government, for sure. But there's also a war that's happening between the people. So it is that it is that crossroads of some would reference back to a civil war and others would reference back to a revolutionary war. But both of these I see as factors right now where we find ourselves. I mean, current generations, they don't believe in or want the U.S. Constitution the United States of America and its values are under severe erosion to the likes of anything we've never seen 
it's it's in the dangerous category and it's widespread. I received an amazing email and we get a lot of fantastic correspondence from from our listeners and readers from all over the world. And I want to read you this personal message. It comes from someone, her name is Cindy. Uh, Cindy is obviously a listener to the network. I I don't know any more than that, and I never use last names on air. Uh, She says this, Malcolm, I love this network and our wonderful country. However, until we speak the truth about the U.S. lies, corruption, and the destruction of many countries, we will never be the country our founders created. I believe if we knew all of our government's actions, we would have a different understanding of the hate toward the U.S. We talk about the college uprisings and we're shocked. Why? Our government controls our institutions. They control the GOP and the Democrats. Shame on the people for placing any trust in this government. We let them take our freedoms and never fought to gain any back. Today's narrative is the same as 9-11. And again, we will give up more of our freedoms because we still trust. Nothing good will come under a leader until a leader stands and tells the lies of many to cleanse this nation. Shame on them all. Hmm. That's the message from Cindy. Heartfelt, for sure. She packed a lot into those uh, that short message, but a direct message, powerful message. And it makes you ponder and think, obviously, Cindy's paying attention. She also, uh, this person senses, uh, I mean, she senses the power and the passion of this network clearly. And she has read into my uh, my fa- my, my uh, feelings, my, my sense on this thing pretty well, Cindy. Thank you, Cindy, for sending your uh, your words in. They're they're well chosen words, and there's a lot to it. And I, I want to talk about some of that today. And I want to go further and talk about some alarming numbers and where we're at in our nation right now. And it is such a pivotal moment. I mean, we are 247 years into this amazing American experiment. And it is now badly gone wrong. You know, at 250 years and coming up in three short years, we will be at our semi-quincentennial. It is an amazing magic moment of our nation's history and legacy. As I state to you often, looking out at nations historically, This is a tough point we're at. I think you need to realize the difficulty of the stage that we're in because historically, many countries don't get beyond the point that we're at right now. They they teeter out, they fade out. 
uh, the calculus goes bad. They make a lot of bad decisions. And as our framers warned us, because they knew historically what had been what had transpired when they created this magnificent nation and this uh, document, our United States Constitution, a Bill of Rights, and they recognized that so many others historically have faded out uh, and it happened from within. Oh, and, and they were very clear about that. It always happened from within. It wasn't, in other words, they we created the uh, the pillars uh, of uh, potential of a great nation. And they knew that that what would happen is it would it wouldn't be so much from outside forces because those could be controlled if we really had it together as as a strong collective as we the people that we could we could fight those forces and we we would prevail almost almost unequivocally we would prevail they they felt that and they they felt american passion and they they set up this unique government in the way that it was it, it was never supposed to be it's not about perfect because it, it's not perfect but it was as close to anything that could stand the test of time that had been created in in mankind it it was it was that good you know i mean there were some things that surely had they seen today's world they would have put in there and changed and probably helped to help future generations out. But right now, as I'll prove to you on today's show with some write-ins and some uh, 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 documentation, some surveys and information that, you know, too many currently don't believe in our constitution at all and have given up on it and really want to undermine it. And, uh, and, and it's widespread, which is why you're seeing this problem, uh, come up uh, right in our institutions of higher learning, which is a, it's not everything, but it's a good test. It's a good test to see how they're thinking, what they're teaching, uh, what, you know, and and, and I don't know that it's, and I'm not going to say it's the majority of those people. It's not the majority. It's the minority. The problem, as is always the case with these conversations, friends, the minority always get the attention. They're always the louder voices. And oftentimes, the majority of we, the people, we stand down. We hold back. We don't prevail. We don't, we don't force the issue. We 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 get called out a lot for things that are phony, that are uh, obnoxious, that are rude. And many people fall back. They fall down and they just let things be where they're going to be. They're, they don't really pay attention. And they don't want to be called names. They don't want to be called out. They And they just assume it's a safer mechanism for them to stay out of the, out of the weeds, out of the rough, you know. And so they they take a passive approach to things. So millions of people are doing this. And it's it's losing the power of the people, of we the people. Because the, the very few that fall into people like me who, who stand up for truth, who stand up for, who really believe in this country, who believe red, white, and blue in the way that they do, and 
and just understand the fight. And there's a special breed of people like Cindy who wrote in here and nailed it as to where we're gone wrong. Too many people are not willing to take that stand. And they just take this other approach. They're not, it's not necessarily bad people. That's not it at all. But they surely choose to be ignorant. And they think it's a safer mode. And they they don't think it's going to impact them. And maybe they don't see the severity of the country. And it comes back to the saying we say all the time, friends, that we know historically. They come for your friend. They come for your dad, your aunt, your people, your associates, they come for other people, but you kind of go along with it until they come for you. That's sort of, I guess, there's a lot of what's going on, maybe, you know, that people just, it's self-preservation, maybe, but they don't, they're not willing to stand. And that's something that, uh, that's a fight in our country that seems to be really being challenged, yet in the early days of America, it was a fight that prevailed. It's hard to know right now if that fight is going to prevail, if we the people will prevail. I mean, there's still a lot of great people out there that I think will fight and and will take it to them. So I don't think we are necessarily given up by any stretch of the imagination. We will always fight as Americans, and we will always, always fight to preserve our legacy, our constitution. But let's face it, you know, over the past 10, 15 years, we, we've seen our history being traumatized, stepped on, uh, destroyed, just horrible things. And these institutions of higher learning and political operatives went along with it. They went along with it. Some of the same people in in key positions of higher learning right now are speaking out against the students. And part of that reason is because, well, some of them may have a little bit of a conscience and they understand that the gravity of the terrorism that took place in the Middle East is beyond comprehension. But it has to be comprehended, people, to know that this the severity of this of these of this uh, jihad fight is here it's here and people don't talk about it and they they haven't talked about it in some time in fact it was you remember back in the obama administration it was looked down upon and he got obama himself got highly incensed when people they avoided key words all the time when they were chopping the heads off and they they avoided it all they never wanted to talk the truth and there's a lot of reasons why that is. They're part of the problem. And it's part of what they've done to our institutions and a lot of the plants and a lot of the bad characters they put into our institutions as to why they didn't why they didn't speak truth back then and why they didn't defend our country and why they didn't defend our history and why they went along with all this and then captioned it all as wokeism or something. You know what I mean? I mean, like, what? I mean. You know, and then pushing everything that was not Christian and not family and no family values and no Christian values and everything that would erode the fight of good and would be on the side of evil seemed to be what these people were parading around. 
and and these colleges, universities, they accepted it. They were part of it. They went along with it. This whole movement, and yet, you know, they could have stood up for our history. They could have stood up instead of seeing all the statues being obliterated, torn down, and blown apart, and ridiculed, and and it's still happening. A lot of this is distraction politics, and they start talking about reparations and making, you know, race the fight and the divide of people. And we see this all the time. We've been seeing this all the time. This division of people that they use to divide we the people. Like, so that, that is a, you know, it, it is a, um, there, there are two wars happening here. It's the war between the people, because you have this indoctrination and those of us who are patriotic and love our country and love God and love our constitution who are willing to push back. So no, we're not going to have that. You see, but there, is there enough of us? That really is the question of the day. It, you know, is there enough of us? You know, that's, that's what we have to determine friends. You know, when she says nothing good will come until a leader stands and tells the lies of many to cleanse this nation. Shame on them all. You know, because our the erosion of our freedoms. And she's right, the 9-11 and the Patriot Act and all that they did there to cry wolf and take all our freedoms. And they did it again through COVID. And they take all our freedoms and they double and triple down. And then they do it under the guise of something. And it just continues to build this apparatus and... And, and the apparatus, understand, is divided. You've got some freedom fighters in there. You've got some people who believe in the Constitution in our country, for sure. You know, we know we know this. But then you have this erosion. In fact, you have all these others who are part of the group I said to you up front. It's the infiltration of communists, terrorist sympathizers, global adversaries uh, from China, Russia, the Middle East. They're still doing grave damage to our institutions across the board. And then there's this fight within those institutions and the people and what's known as government uh, and on all levers of government. We don't trust the government anymore. We don't trust that part of the people who have taken it over, who politicized it all and and then you have these people who are nonsensical, who are out of their minds and in part of the indoctrination campaign who get swept up into it. And all of this is feeding into the media likes and the media turn this all around. You know, they you just see that it's all twisted and torn and they they put it out there to the American people for consumption. And we hurt, we bleed. And it's it's hard. People can't find the truth. But they don't know where that truth is. They know there's a lot of lies there. And somewhere between all those lies, they try to find the God's honest truth. It can be challenging to do that. But, you know, and it's not just what Cindy says, a leader who comes along and tells the lies of many. And, and I've often thought of that. Cindy hit a nerve with that with me as well, because I've often thought of that. Like, when is there going to be any justice? When does... Lady Justice show up again? When does she put the blindfold back on? When does justice begin to be real justice? Regardless of stripe, regardless of Republican, Democrat, independent, that's not what justice is. Justice is right and wrong. It's good and bad. It's not left and right, people. 
And yet our justice system is a mess. It is a God's honest mess. It is no better than a third world country. It is no better than these adversaries who have hostile agendas. I mean, the way they treat their people. I mean, you know, you know, it's, it's like, you know, when, when Obama was in office as president, he would always talk about, you know, there wasn't anything really truly special about America, American exceptionalism. He always said that. That's a fact. He would say, well, it's no different than, you know, the German e- e- exceptionalism, the French exceptionalism, you know, uh, uh, you know, whatever, the Middle East exceptional, whatever. He would always say that. He would point out different countries and that they're all exceptional in their own right. And... He always pulling America down a few pegs. And that was a mindset that was pushed into America for eight long years. Eight long years. You bet. Right back at a pivotal time, just after, you know, it was clearly well after 20, uh, after the um, 9-11 business, you know, 2001 and 9-11, but uh, came to power in 09 for the next eight years till 2016. It's a long time to be feeding this narrative uh, that America really wasn't exceptional, that we were just somebody else. And, you know, I think a lot of people, a lot of those people, those generations took that to heart and really started to believe that. But then his idea of putting all of these other people in key levels of government uh, I, I could see back then was doing a gr- a grave harm to our nation. And I, I railed against it all the time back then in, in those years when I was doing national radio. Uh, I just left the agency world and was out there doing a lot of radio, mostly because of Obama's agenda. I've seen how bad and corrupt it was for our nation. And I was concerned. I was afraid for our nation. I guess I had something in me that just felt that how do you, you know, what do we, how do we turn this tide? I mean, I've seen it back then in 2010, 2012, 2014, it really got hot, 2012, 2013, 2014, 2015. It was really, and that's when actually we launched America Out Loud was 2016, April, April 1st, 2016. But it was just the years before then that I, I really had this burning sense in me that something had to be done. And I, I gave great thought to either running for political office and not, but I'm not really a politician. I, I don't, I'm not sure I could, you know, I, really not my thing, I guess, you know, but I gave it some thought, you know, whether we would be able to do something using the media uh, and uh, public relations as a tool to reach the people with the out loud truth. And that was really the rise of this incredible network back then in 2016, not knowing what would be ahead, not knowing there was nothing preordained here or some you know, major thought of process to say, we're going to do this. And then, you know, we're going to look like this in 2023. That, that wasn't it. It was that we were needed at a moment of time that we brought together some great people and decided it was time for action to do something, to take our country back in ways that we could make a difference and to honor our free speech, honor our constitution, get the out loud truth out there from sea to shining sea, uh, to honor those American traditions 
at a time that we were under grave threat. We weren't thinking back then of the semi-quincentennial, but boy, it's funny how the rearview mirror comes close, doesn't it? Uh, objects may appear closer, I guess, but it, it is. It, it's funny how that it really came a lot sooner than I realized. And and it is it is a real magic moment. For those of you out there who remember 1976, the bicentennial, it was an amazing moment for our nation. It really was. It was a time that, you know, it's like we kind of exhaled. You know what I'm saying? In 1976, we sort of exhaled. It was like, wow, you know, 200 years. It, and it was a more kind of innocent time of America, you know, really innocent time. Uh, I was a young, young boy myself, but it was a, a very innocent time of our nation. It was a simpler time. You know, I just, it was such a simpler time. I just remember the days of playing sandlot ball and uh, rooting for many of the baseball stars that I used to as a young boy. And, uh, you know, it just, I don't know. There was, there was something, you know, America still dominated, you know, Detroit still dominated our car companies and, uh, and we were still eating apple pie. You know, it was still it was very still very patriotic. And, you know, again, what I would always say to you, Main Street was uh, the, the the parades, the patriotic parades. And we don't have those coming down Main Street anymore. They're they're gay and trans parades uh, to undermine and erode family values. And and I, I don't necessarily have a problem with somebody. I don't. Well, I don't have any problem, actually, with somebody, whether they're gay or whatever they want to be, I, I, probably like you out there, we don't really measure our day by that standard. We just don't want that to be pushed onto all of our lives. And we don't want our kids to be threatened with that in the system. And it's it's a very small, small, small minority. It's not as widespread as you would think, but they make it like it is. And I think the culprits in all of this conversation is still mind blown is the United States media uh, is that's really a such a sad state of affairs. It it's uh, it makes you angry some days, but it makes you very sad on other days that there are so many people willing to uh, undermine uh, uh, America, our our values, our our pillars of uh, this being an, an amazing constitutional republic. Uh, that uh, they undermine all of that. They undermine our Supreme Court. They undermine our Constitution. They undermine our way of life. They undermine Christian values. They undermine, they undermine everything. For this, what? There's a new world order that's taken place. And that means the American experiment is uh, is badly, badly wounded right now. There was a uh, uh, a poll done from the University of Virginia Center for Politics that shows how divided our nation is. And some interesting numbers in here, and it was a very fascinating op-ed, opinion piece, that the attorney, Jonathan Turley, had put out that caught my eyes. But I went back to this poll, and I looked at the poll itself, and it was fascinating and and I'm going to use this poll as sort of a uh, barometer here, moving forward to the conversation to show you how divided, uh, how dangerous this all is right now. And he points this out really well in the op-ed. 
uh, that Jonathan Turley does. He, you know, he's somebody that can, um, he can grab your attention uh, and he speaks his truth. I think in, what's interesting about Turley is that he, he knows the value and understands as an attorney, but he knows how important our constitution is, but he, he's willing to call out all sides of the equation that we have people like that. And we have some good people like that in powers of the press and they can call out all sides of it. Not a lot of people can do that. This is a very uh, ideology driven environment we're in. It's like, you know, if you listen to me on the weekend, you see I say some things that sometimes are very unfavorable to some Republicans or some mega Trump people who have a certain way of thinking. And there's no there's no um, no divide in their their point of context. They become incensed if you question anything that questions that thinking process or that political leader, whoever it might be. Turley sort of is willing to put it out there respectfully with some class and dignity. I like that when people can do that with some class and understanding of things. So, so we're going to talk about that next. And I want to have just really truly a heartfelt conversation with you today to understand the uh, importance of where you're at. And a lot of this was, um, got to me with this uh, message coming in from this uh, listener, Cindy. I'll really pre- I hope you're listening, Cindy, to this. And this is where one message, one email can make it. I mean, we get thousands and we get so great correspondence in. And you can email us here at the network anytime, friends, at liberty at americaoutloud.com. And you can also just go to americaoutloud.news, our main site, and click the contact. Uh, there's a button there on the um, nav bar, if you will, and it says contact. And by clicking contact, you'll get a message right up says contact us anytime. And you type just your details. You never have to use, um, we don't ever use last names out there. So you don't have to worry about that. You can just use like a, um, uh, a first initial or something, but we never ever use a last name. I promise you, never do. Uh, but let us know. And we always want to protect people, you know, uh, out there. So that's why uh, we do it this way. Um, but uh, by all means, uh, send your messages in. You can do it either way, liberty at americaoutloud.com or click the contact button back at americaoutloud.news as well. Um, and uh, send us your thoughts and we'll, we'll uh, you know, try to use them in different ways that we can. Uh, we're doing a lot of uh, terrific work, our Q&As uh, with America Out Loud Pulse, with Looking for Healing Radio, uh, with these programs that are tremendous and with a lot of other programs. But there's a new one I want to point out to you. Please make note of this. Nurses Out Loud. Uh, this incredibly, uh, I mean, just amazing group of nurses. They, they truly are just patriotic. And they've come through the whole COVID thing. They were great voices speaking for freedom and working on the front lines and doing all the things that you'd want to be proud of people like this. And they came together under this movement and with this show nurses out loud, they're now answering your questions and you can send them in and 
I, I know their email address is real simple, nurses at americaoutloud.com. That'll go right to them, by the way, nurses at americaoutloud.com. Or just send them into the contact button and we forward them right to the nurses. They'll be answering your questions now on air, I believe on Mondays. And uh, they'll be answering them every Monday now on the show, Nurses uh, Out Loud on America Out Loud Talk Radio. And that show plays 10 a.m. Monday through Friday. Uh, there's an encore at 11 p.m., by the way, Eastern time now. Uh, but you can hear them um, in the uh, every day, Monday through Friday at uh, 10 a.m. And uh, OK, so check that out, please, with uh, Nurses Out Loud. All these shows go to podcast, of course. Remember to visit AmericaOutloud.shop. Uh, it's just, it's the best in class uh, products to keep you healthy, uh, to help you through uh, vaccine injuries, to help you with long COVID, or to help you just live a more healthy, fulfilling life. A lot of our uh, medical doctors, our naturopathic doctors, our nurses and others are very dedicated to this and helping you with real information using their experience. But the products on there are tremendous uh, and they'll help you and always do your research. There's any of these products, there's research and studies and things like that on all these sites. You can click any of those messages on americaoutloud.shop. It'll put you in there to get the discount. Always use the code out loud, by the way, and to get the discount you're entitled to. But like with the wellness company, you get 25% off those products. A healthy Cell, 25% off that first order there with Healthy Cell. Uh, amazing products. Cofix RX, uh, same thing. They got a new throat spray. You get 25% off that. Uh, there's some tremendous products there. I want to encourage you to check out the AutomacRoute.shop. Uh, let's take a quick pause and we'll continue on uh, with this uh, really just heartfelt conversation I wanted to have with you today. You're listening to The Voice of a Nation. Listen to Malcolm, The Voice of a Nation on iHeartRadio or our free apps on Apple, Android, or Alexa. World-class care from doctors you can trust, all from the comfort of your home. That is One Wellness. Dr. Peter McCullough and his team at The Wellness Company launched the One Wellness membership to provide free monthly supplements and unlimited telemedicine access with doctors that share your values. The Wellness Company's chief medical board designed every supplement and medical protocol with your health in mind. From groundbreaking supplements like the Spike Support Formula to unique care like freedom from Big Pharma. Join a healthcare system that puts your health and well-being above the interest of Big Pharma's bottom line. It's the way healthcare should be, with a company that shares your values. Go to OutLoudCare.com today and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first month of One Wellness. For 25 years, Global Healing has proudly produced the highest quality supplements and cleansing programs that are rooted in nature and backed by science. Get 15% off all of our products using code OUTLOUD. Global Healing, giving you the power to take control of your health naturally. Nurses Out Loud Talk Radio want to introduce you to ASEA Redox Cell Signaling Molecules. It is more than just a wonderful natural product. Redox molecules are native to the human body. Redox molecules enable your body to turn on its inner doctor so your body can heal itself the way it did naturally when you were young. Check out americaoutloud.shop. Look for ASEA 
Cell Signaling Molecules Liquid Supplement, and check out Nurse Michelle's recent favorite ASEA product, Renew 28 Revitalizing Redox Gel, because this gel helped get me through some significant muscular pain during my healing process following a recent canoeing accident when I broke my hip. Give it a try for your aches and pains and let Nurses Out Loud hear how your health has improved. I'm so confused. I don't know what to do. I'm afraid of going to the hospital. My doctor tells me nutrition doesn't work. Trust is earned. We are the Energetic Health Institute, and we want to earn your trust. Natural medicine, holistic nutrition, detoxification, fasting, cellular healing, and so much more. Remember, the best way to be free is to be healthy. So stop being a patient and start being a student at energetichealthinstitute.org. Change in the world one person at a time. Here we take on the challenges of our generation so that we can preserve future generations. We know that if America fails, the world will fail. It is incumbent upon us to carry the torch for liberty. America Out Loud Talk Radio. It's a fight for the soul of humanity. Hey, welcome back in, uh, my friends, uh, to the voice of a nation. It is indeed Malcolm Out Loud here, yours truly. And thank you for joining me on the mission here. I uh, wanted to just have a, uh, uh, this conversation today was um, really sparked by this uh, message, this email I uh, got in from Cindy, but also these polls and that uh, Jonathan Turley had reported on and that I went to look at from the University of Virginia Center for Politics. Uh, they show a, a nation at war with itself, uh, as, uh, as it is uh, said here. So uh, let me start a couple of things. I want to dive into some numbers here, and I'll read you in a moment, a couple of moments that email from Cindy again as well, for those of you who just joined us here. But So with this poll by the University of Virginia Center, and I'll follow this important here, 52% of Biden supporters say Republicans are now a threat to American life. 47% of Trump supporters say the same about Democrats. Now, follow what's happening here with this Republican-Democrat narrative and the hostilities uh, within all of this. So you got 52% of Biden supporters say Republicans are a big threat. And, of course, the whole MAGA thing is all part of that, that the White House has strategically used uh, to uh, to put that narrative out there. And uh, 47% of Trump supporters say that uh, about Democrats. And of course, Trump uh, is part of that narrative who pushes back on this, those hostilities. So you have both camps here that, that are absolutely doing that. Uh, now, among Biden supporters, 41% now believe violence is justified to stop Republicans from achieving their goals. Listen to these numbers. Wow, wow, wow. 41% believe violence is justified. All right. To stop Republicans from achieving the goals. And listen to this on the other side. 
of Trump supporters now embrace violence to stop Democrats. So in both of these categories reported by the University of Virginia Center, the left is actually more engaged, enraged, and ready to do battle than even the right is, which kind of stunned me a little bit because I hear more so from the right and uh, Republicans that are ready to do battle. And surely, according to this, uh, these numbers here, 38% of Trump supporters now embrace violence to stop Democrats. But what the sense is, what I reported on months ago with y'all, we're at the intersection of both a civil war and a revolutionary war. It could be psychological at the moment. It could be a lot of things. But we're there now. We're at that intersection. We're right there. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Part of this is big government against we the people. And the other part is the people that don't trust each other. You see? And all of this is propagated from political operatives and media operatives. And all of this is put out there combined with all of these uh, these uh, people who've infiltrated our government. And you you see what's... I mean, we, we've, we've got a war here. We've got a battle that is going to continue to to brew. It's going to continue to let off steam. And, you know, it could take a spark, only take a spark at some point. To And you know what that spark could be? I'll, in full disclosure, I will tell you, is that spark could be if they make the full, the, the full leap here. And let's say they lock Donald Trump up. That could really tip the, the Republican movement over some of the the MAGA movement over uh, to do exactly what this survey is saying right there. You know, now you've already got all of these massive uh, uh, protests and uh, ugly events that are happening on all the college campuses and all that. That's already happening. That's already there. And and they get, some of them are become very violent and they're throwing things at officials and getting very aggressive. And that can get way uglier as well. Friends. And remember, we have an environment here as well where it's you have a right to carry. You have your Second Amendment. And then you've got a shooting war. I mean, if that gets to that level. And what would it take? Spock or two? And again, now you've got all of the components of the, the terrorists and the open borders and all of that stuff has infiltrated the nation. And you could have some well-placed strategic... Uh, you know, explosives go off um, in backpacks, that kind of thing from these terrorists coming in from the Middle East and uh, from other areas, people. And a few of those well-placed and create some sparks and other things and tip this thing right over. And, you know, this is this is real. It's not just a theory of thinking or scare tactics or fear or anything else. But looking at these numbers here, uh, you know, it should give all of us grave pause as to the danger of where we sit. I, I see it more clearly today than I ever have. It's very alarming. I'm, I'm in fear of, of our survival, but our nation, I weep for our nation. I weep for our people that we've got to this point, that we've allowed the indoctrination part to take hold, that we've allowed the adversaries to get in and take hold, that we've allowed all of the bad people and the naysayers take hold, and that we're fighting amongst ourselves over here, and we're fighting with the government apparatus over there, and the bureaucratic state has let us down, and we've seen this fight happen, and we don't believe each other anymore. The left and right do not believe each other. And that's not a quick fix, people. 
We are a country that is truly, truly divided, but it's hurtfully divided. Look at these numbers I just said to you. I mean, they're shocking. 41 now believe violence is justified to stop Republicans from achieving their goals, and 38% on the opposing side of uh, Trump supporters embrace violence to stop Democrats. You're talking 38, 41%, 38 and 41%, 38 of Republicans, 41% of Democrats are believe violence is, is necessary, is justified. That's startling. And that's the spark. That's where we're at here. The survey, this uh, study goes on and says here that uh, many of the people have lost faith in democracy. 31% of Trump supporters believe that the nation should explore alternative forms of government. Wow. Uh, and a quarter, 24% of Biden supporters also question the viability of, a, of this democracy. Faith is one thing that has no system of government can do without, Turley says. Without faith in the underlying values of a constitutional system, authority rests on a mix of coercion and capitulation, he says. He's right. Um, for years, I've written about the growing loss of faith and how it has been fueled by our intellectual and political elites. Uh, in the echo chamber of news and social media, citizens constantly hear how the opposing party is composed of traitors and how the constitutional system works to protect enemies of the people. And there are a lot of examples of that in the fourth estate in the media. He points out some of them right there. And a lot of this stuff happens routinely on, as he points out, MSNBC, uh, where they call the Constitution trash and argue that we should simply dump it, or the New York Times column. And I remember this story. I read it. You probably you might have done it as well. The Constitution is broken and should not be reclaimed. Remember that one? And um, it, it, so that was uh, calling for the Constitution to be radically altered to reclaim America from constitutionalism, almost blaming the constitutionalism and a constitution like a disease, like a germ, you know. And then uh, Georgetown University Law School professor Rosa Brooks, he points out, went on uh, MSNBC's The Readout. <laughs> to lash out at America's becoming slaves to the Constitution, becoming slaves to the United States Constitution, and that the Constitution itself is now the problem for our country. See, everything that made us great, everything that was part of that American experiment is now being, it's being laughed, it's being, it's being torn down, it's being ridiculed. The country is it's in, it's in a grave situation. According to all of these law professors, the problem is not just our constitution, but constitutionalism in general, uh, Turley says. And there's many other examples of this with, you know, big mouths, but bring no action like AOC. He points out Elizabeth Warren, a call into, and she, he's right, packing the Supreme Court. That was a big thing because they wanted the liberal majority and they, they made that very clear what their agenda was. And then AOC says, we don't even need a Supreme Court. Get rid of it. <laughs> it's unbelievable. And these people call themselves the future leaders for the generation, you know. And then you remember even Chuck Schumer, who now is passionately trying to rightfully so defend Israel. We've been asking all along, where's the Democrat Party to defend the Jewish state? I've been asking that for years. And why does why do the Democrat, why do they, uh, you know, why do Democrats 
uh, you know, um, why why don't they back up and support uh, Israel? And you know the the Jewish people that are Democrats. I'm saying, why do they? Why don't they? Uh, you know, switch parties. Why don't they call the Democrat Party out? And yet they still say Democrats. The Jewish do within the party, which I never understood. It's hard to even wrap your mind around that. And yet they weren't getting any support. Now, finally, like Schumer is calling it out. But it's kind of a day late and a dollar short as all those people were murdered. And they weren't getting any love and any help from the Democrat leaders. Now he he goes, and you remember, and as Turley points out, and he's right, I remember the small bit where Schumer went to the uh, steps. Uh, you remember this moment where he went to the steps of the Supreme Court? And he said, and I, I, I can hear this in my brain right now. You know, I want to tell you Gorsuch. I want to tell you Kavanaugh. You have released the whirlwind and you will pay the price. You won't know what hit you if you go forward with these awful decisions. He threatened them. He threatened the Supreme Court, literally threatened them, the Supreme Court with making the constitutional decisions. Obviously, Chuck Schumer also doesn't want the Constitution and doesn't want to abide by it. You know, this is where these people get it from, friends. And it's a wonder, like, like Turley says, and many others felt that it wasn't, that it's, it's a wonder that Kavanaugh got through that whole uh, deal, that they didn't kill him, you know? And then as Turley says, he calls out again, conversely, former President Donald Trump has regularly denounced his political opponents as traitors, enemies of the people. And he declared recently, if you go after me, I'm coming after you. If you go after me, I'm coming after you. So this is what Turley's calling out there. But again, and, and I've spoken out about it to you, and I, I don't agree with Trump's approach of doing this with people. As I say, his calling out Netanyahu recently and the Israel and when, you know, they're fighting for their basic existence and their survival as people is not the time for petty politics and hurt feelings that you want to call these, that's really horrible timing. I mean, you got to choose your battles, but you also need to choose the timing of the battles, people. It wasn't the time to have that. You know, I, I for the record, and you know how I am about this, I disagree with, with uh, the way Trump verbally handles these things and the way he calls people out. And it it's not a moment of, leadership that is needed, badly, sorely needed in our country. It's not statesmanlike. It surely isn't presidential life, but it's not a statesman. If he's going to be a statesman, you've got to have some control, self-control over calling certain people out because your feelings are hurt, because you feel something personal. These things are not personal. Netanyahu is fighting for his existence. He, he's not going to respond to this. Right now, he's trying to save his country. They're under siege out there. They're, they're, and the battle of their, their, their existence is being questioned right now. No more than ours won't be just ahead. I mean, it, it, we're already taking it all on here. It won't take much now, people, within the confines of this intersection of the government and the people and the left and the right of the people. You see, we, we've got this dual 
battle going on. We don't trust each other. We don't trust them up there in D.C. either. And that makes for a really hostile environment. We're not on the same page. None of us are. And that's just scared the hell out of everybody. It just tells you how dangerous the moment is that we're in. We are at a uh, incredible moment of time in our nation. And I want to bring you back to that email that Cindy said. Bear, bear with me now. Let's let's make sure you we hear this again. She says, Malcolm, I love this network and our wonderful country. I do too, Cindy. Absolutely. I love both as well. I love our country. I love the work we're doing at our network, um, the heartfelt passion from the people. However, until we speak the truth, about the U.S., the lies, the corruption, and the destruction of many countries. We will never be the country our founders created. She's talking about this, uh, the, these, um, all these hidden secrets that are being held from the people that are, and our government being involved in many things that they shouldn't be involved in. That's what Cindy's speaking, but she's right. She's absolutely right. You know, the government is just representatives of we the people. That's all it is. There should be no better, no worse. They just, they're people we choose to put in there. They work for us. We should know what they find out, what they discover, what they, she's exactly right. We should have an open conversation, a forum, share with the American people the God's honest truth. But, you know, we have these, again, these institutions like the CIA, the FBI, the Department of Justice, the NIH, it's, uh, you know, the, all of these institutions are so corrupt. Uh, and she, she goes on to say here, I believe if we knew all of our government's actions, we would have a different understanding of the hate toward the U.S. And the United States is hated around the world for a lot of reasons and a lot of stuff that Cindy's pointing out that is taken out of context out there. Uh, but a, a lot of it, uh, it's because of the nefarious means of how our government represents us on the world stage. And we don't even know all of those things. And you can have this conversation when it comes to Russia, when it comes to Ukraine, when it comes to China, when it comes to a lot of these factions in the Middle East, when it comes to a lot of countries, you can have this conversation. They're not being truthful and open with us at all. Like we're treated like second class citizens. And yet we pay their salaries. They work for us. But you wouldn't know that with the current makeup people. She says our government controls our institutions, the GOP and the Democrats. She's right. It's a me It's a one mean machine out there. She says, shame on the people, Cindy says, for placing any trust in our government. I've lost all trust in our government, friends. She's right. I don't trust our government. But she's calling shame on the people who do. And she's right. We let them take our freedoms. And, and, and she's a million percent right there. They can only do what we allow them to do because the government doesn't exist without us. They can't pay the bills. They can't operate. They can't do anything, people. They can only exist because we give them the air to exist. You understand what I'm talking about? That's the only way they can exist. That's it. So she's right. We let them take it. We're giving them the green light to do this to us. It's like we're taking a weapon and we're asking for it and never fought to gain any back. We're not fighting to gain it back. Why? You know, we should be speaking louder. We don't like these uh, you know, we we no longer have our privacy. It's all out in the light of day. They target and they manipulate everything about our lives. 
Today's narrative is the same as 9-11, she says. And again, we will give up more of our freedoms. And we did. They went with the lockdowns. They went with the mandates. They went, I talked on the weekend about the Operation Warp Speed and the vaccines things and getting Trump to come out with the truth. We're, we're losing those government fundamental values. The, the values that we, we, um, that we always had as a nation. We're, our innocence, I guess, many ways to look at it is American innocence. It's corrupt as hell. It's, we've been taken over. And again, we will give up more of our freedoms because we still trust. You know, that's why, I, you know, I don't relish being anti-government to getting on here. That's not my motive. It's, it really isn't at all. But, you know, the truth is the truth and the evidence is the evidence. And she says, shame on them all, Cindy says. Nothing good will come until a leader, and I would add to that, or leaders, stand and tells the lies of many to cleanse this nation. We do need a cleansing, people. That is the point I'd like to end on today is a cleansing that, that uh, Cindy points out. God love you, Cindy. Thank you for sending that out, uh, this message to me. We need a cleansing at this point, my fellow Americans. We need real leadership. We need people. We're not a we're not a people who want just one people, one person. This is not a we need a person like a Donald Trump or a Joe Biden or Democrats, Republicans. We need many leaders. We need to come forth as a people in unity to to address these evils, but to pick up the pieces, put out a path forward. Uh, a new, uh, maybe a um, a, a new uh, a commitment to our Constitution, a new commitment to the next 250 years. I'd like to see a significant writings of a new document actually coming into the 250-year mark. I would love to see something right now of a group of people like our framers and our founders come together and put a breath of fresh air, blow a breath of fresh air into our nation right now and and just really take a look at our country and taking our our origins of where we are and maybe doing a, a, a recommitment, a revisit, a recommitment, and even a, a document that, that guarantees that recommitment and that solidifies our faith. Wouldn't that be cool? Wouldn't that be cool at the moment? That's my hope. It's my wish. It's my prayer for our nation for our people. Thank you, Cindy, for sending this in to the network. Thank you, friends, for being on the mission. It's time to get involved and get loud, America.